Welcome to The Forecast. I'm your host, Carly Harmson. As a licensed master esthetician with nearly two decades of experience, I feel confident to meet you here every week to educate about the latest trends and must-have products, as well as to decode the science and demystify the overwhelming world of skincare. Whether you're a wide-eyed, curious beginner or you're a veteran skincare pro, this is the podcast for you. So grab your favorite face mask and discover with me someone who's not only a skincare guru, but also a card-carrying member of Skincare Obsessed, just like you. Get ready for this episode of The Podcast, starting now. Hey there, welcome back. Today we are going to feature some new skincare ingredients that maybe have been around, but popularity is emerging. We're learning more about, there may be more science available about these ingredients. It can get a little overwhelming. These are coming onto the scene all the time. I'm here to help share some digestible information uh, so that you know what this ingredient does, how it works, and if it's something that you need in your skincare routine or in your treatment room. So I've got you. I'm going to be making this a regular series. Every season, I will be looking for some of these ingredients to feature. This is based on some data research of, you know, search engine keywords and content being made. Without further ado, let me introduce to you the three ingredients we're going to talk about this winter. And those are ectoin, tranexamic acid, and hypochlorous acid. Although two of them are acids, they're not acids in the way that you think they are, and we'll definitely break down each one of them. So let's start with ectoin. Niacinamide is so 2020. Oh, that hurts my heart a little bit to say because I actually still do love niacinamide. But it surged in popularity and everybody thought they had to have it and everybody thought they had to have it in 10% concentration. And we know that it's not for everybody. Not everybody tolerates it. Some people break out from it. Ectoin is the new, or ecton, is the new kind of niacinamide. So this is a natural moisturizing ingredient and it has excellent tolerability and a very safe profile, making it a great ingredient choice for really serious inflamed skin conditions and sensitivities and for all ages alike. We're seeing dermatologists even prescribe, you know, formulas that feature Ectuan to infants. So we know that it's very safe, making it a great treatment to start using in the treatment room if you're a skincare professional or one that you could easily incorporate into your home care routine if you're just a fan of skincare and that's why you're here today. There are no known side effects with Ectuan. There's no known contraindications to this green ingredient either. So as a new superstar ingredient in barrier repair, Ectuan is going to definitely help to improve skin barrier function. That's its main focus and purpose. That important natural barrier of defense is responsible for holding in a lot of the moisture and hydration in our skin. So it's going to help to prevent that moisture loss, resulting in a balanced, healthy skin. Some, as I mentioned, are even touting this as the new niacinamide in that it does strengthen the skin barrier, similar to how niacinamide can. 
even though different different mechanisms. Ectuan is an amino acid derivative and osmolite, which is really hello hydration. It's it's known to be able to increase hydration and hold hydration. And then an extremolite as well. And that is found in different species of bacteria. So for skincare, it's extracted through a type of, you're going to love me for this, bacterial milking. <laughs> so it actually might be quite a sustainable ingredient and sustainable as sexy. It also can help to protect cell health and has been promoted as a stress protection molecule. So it's it's been shown to combat premature aging by counteracting against UV radiation. And as an extremolite, and that means it's found living in like really harsh extreme conditions, like it's been found in like deserts and Arctic and all kinds of places. It seems this ingredient is especially helpful for those that are exposed to environmental aggravators like sun exposure, wind, pollutive places, and places of extreme dryness. In fact, this not so new ingredient was discovered in 1985 by a German scientist in a Salt Lake, not my great Salt Lake that I live by, but a Salt Lake in Egypt. Again, this ingredient is considered to be sustainable, which is an awesome bonus. We love to see that. The therapeutic dose of Ectuan is thought to be in the range of 05 to 3%, although I have seen it in up to 10% concentrates. It's currently found in moisturizers and creams and also serums. And it can be paired with ingredients like retinol, glutathione, ceramides, and even with niacinamide, who I still love. She's also standing alone <laughs> confidently in treatment as well. So sometimes you'll find her alone with just some, some formula carriers and, and suspenders and things. Ectuan is like Switzerland. And, and funnily enough, it's, it's very common in like German skincare in that region, but it is like Switzerland in that it's, you know, works well with pretty much all active skincare ingredients. So it's very easy to incorporate this into your existing routine or treatment. I, I'm excited to see where we go with it. Okay, uh, let's talk about tranexamic acid. Tranexamic acid, holy smokes, I am such a fan. This is a new kid on the block. Tranexamic acid is really unique and it's unlike other acids you've heard of, like glycolic or mandelic. It does not exfoliate or stimulate cell renewal. So it, it's not in that family of hydroxy acids that do that, even though it has acid in the name. So I want you to kind of take that word acid and when we see it, don't think of like a burning acid that goes on the skin. It, it doesn't do anything like that. In fact, it's kind of the opposite. It has um, profound anti-inflammatory benefits. It's been shown to be a great barrier support ingredient. And importantly, it's being hailed as the next generation hydroquinone with no side effects or little side effects and no controversy. So we're really excited about tranexamic acid. It is derived from an amino acid lysine and, and it's synthetic, synthetically added to, into skincare formulation. As a water-soluble compound, it's really easily formulated into skincare products like creams and serums. Tranexamic acid, as I mentioned, is the new alternative to hydroquinone, but without those intense side effects. So maybe an ideal treatment for even the most sensitive skin. 
As always, when introducing any new active into a skincare routine, I always recommend patch testing as well as a slow ramp up in use. Meaning, you know, if you're using something like vitamin C, which tranexamic can be used with, get accustomed and acclimated to your concentration of vitamin C and then slowly introduce tranexamic acid into the routine. You might be wondering how does tranexamic help with pigment disorders. I mentioned this is the next gen hydroquinone. Well, it works by interfering with the melanocyte activated enzyme known as tyrosinase or tyrosinase. This in turn prevents new pigmented cells from forming and moving to the top of the skin where they can be visible. It also is going to help to reduce inflammation and overall redness for a more even skin tone. One study showed that 5% tranexamic acid outperformed a 3% hydroquinone with little to no side effects, even an improvement in the overall redness. So there was a reduction in the redness and a strengthened skin barrier. So this is really, really amazing. Not only are we able to treat the pigment with this ingredient, but we're not, you know, decimating the barrier like we can with, with hydroquinone, especially with frequent and, and higher concentration use. So this, this ingredient's now being studied as a potential rosacea treatment as well. So that, that's pretty cool. Uh, tranexamic acid is thought to be the most effective when found in a concentration of between 2 to 5%. It can be found in creams, lotions, serums, masks. And although I'm unfamiliar with the potential benefits of this, tranexamic acid can also be found in oral form for the treatment of melasma and hyperpigmentation. So it can play nice, really nice with retinol, niacinamide, vitamin C, and yes, even ectuan. It can be helpful for hyperpigmentation, melasma, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation from injury or wound or acne. It can be helpful for acne redness, and rosacea. So more research and products are sure to come. So keep an eye out for this ingredient. Last but not least, let's review hypochlorous acid. Breaking into the scene, although it's not new at all, <laughs> uh, breaking into the skincare scene, it's appealing to specifically acne-prone skin. So hypochlorous acid is both anti-inflammatory and an antiseptic. And hypochlorous acid, or as I'm going to say for short, HCA, that's not officially what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about. HCA is actually made naturally in our bodies as a natural protectant, but in skincare, it's created by combining water, salt, and vinegar that's electrically charged. This changes the chemical structure with results, which results in a true antiseptic that is used actually both for surface disinfectant as well as a skin uh, disinfectant. So unlike bleach, which can be really toxic, we don't want people using that for sure on the skin. This is very safe and gentle. Initially, this ingredient was discovered back in the 1800s, I think by a French chemist, as a wound sanitizing and healing agent, I think for war-associated injuries. And over the decades and centuries, it's become used way more mainstream in clinical wound healing as it appears that it doesn't delay the healing of the wound, unlike something like hydrogen peroxide, which can. It's also non-allergenic, so it appears to be very tolerable for most skins. Now, we do get concerned with some topical antibiotics, and I'm not here to say one should not take them, but we do know they can affect our healthy natural bacterial composition or our skin microbiome. But it's thought that 
HCA does not harm these beneficial bacteria, uh, but rather it targets the pathogenic bacteria that can cause infections. So speaking of bacteria, HCA is also being used as an atopic dermatitis or eczema treatment due to the fact that this can target a bacteria that is known to colonize with eczema patients, and that's staph aureus. It's, it's naturally occurring and in normal balance, it's, it's totally fine. But when it's colonizing and we have this composition that's really heavy in this staph uh, aureus, it can potentially contribute to eczema, or at least we're seeing that link between them. So getting this bacteria back into a normal balance is really important, and HCA may be able to do that. HCA is found almost exclusively in sprays, so it's really convenient and easy to incorporate into a skincare routine. It ideally should be used after cleansing, just by misting. And, you know, a lot of times with misting toners or products, we we want to think about is this safe to be used or fall onto the eyes and in fact hca is used ophthalmologically <laughs> i think i got it so it's actually safe to be used in on the eyes and is sometimes in cleansers and things around the eyes for eye issues and challenges um, we can simply spritz this on after cleansing before applying any serums or treatment products and also, uh, what I do love about that spray is it's portable. So this would be a great product or treatment to throw into a gym bag to, you know, mist over the skin when you are at your hot yoga class after, instead of like rinsing away all of your natural oils every time and stripping the skin, just, you know, hitting it with this spray could potentially, you know, kill off some of those problematic bacteria while keeping that barrier and that those lipids intact. This is a great option for my gym rats and the athletes that are also concerned about, you know, keeping their skin clear. So that is our feature for winter 2024. What are some of the new, maybe obscure ingredients that you've heard about that you want to know more uh, that I can share with you? Just simply email me at Carly, C-A-R-L-Y, at the bestetician, T-H-E-B-E-S-T-H-E, T-I-C-I-A-N.com. Um, or if it's easier, you can direct message me on Instagram or on TikTok and let me know. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of The Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a bestie or on your socials. And if you love the episode, please leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Your positive feedback means so much to me. You can connect with me at The Real Best Statistician on Instagram or The Best Statistician anywhere else. And hey, babe, this week's forecast looks like clear with a chance of glow. See you next time.